Hey everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Date Bit. What's up, guys? Hey, we are um just hanging in our house. Yep. That is currently a wreck. Yeah, it's a wreck. But that's okay. Because we can clean. Yeah. Jimmy and I had this idea of uh wouldn't it be fun if we took our bed, our mattress, and we just plopped it right in the living room? Yeah. On the floor. We had moved the couch back already because we were playing some VR. Yeah. And so we, we were playing some VR. And then it was like, oh, man, this is perfect size for a bed. <laughs> As one thinks. As and one so thinks. And so we did it. We just put bed in the living room and we just laid in bed and played Borderlands. Yes. All night until we went to bed. And yeah. And we have not moved the bed back. No. So. And it's currently 8 p.m. And oh I my feel God, like. Is it 8? Yeah. It is 8. It's 8 p.m. I wow. feel like that bed's not getting moved back. Oh, no, not tonight. And I feel like we're going to play more Borderlands. Yeah, we are. Okay, cool. Um, well, we have a bit to talk about. We do. But first, we have some emails. How many? We have two. Ooh. Okay, I'm Kay. excited. Good. Okay, so our first email is from Santiago Ramones. Nice. Who did our theme song, which yes. is great. He says... Oh, look, an email in your inbox. So I finally went through and binge listened to DateBit, and I decided I wanted to send an email once I finished. Some of my favorite moments. <laughs> so this is going to be good for you. Okay. Kaylee, I love Stitch so much. Jimmy, she does. She has him tattooed on her left butt cheek. Kaylee, I do not. <laughs> do you remember that? That was a good time. Yes. And then, Jimmy, I try not to be a hoarder. Kaylee quietly laughs. <laughs> <laughs> which let's be it's honest too real it's true but i'm doing well he's gotten a lot better with that okay um <clears throat> i also loved hearing Stuart get excited and yell on the podcast and then someone emailing saying they want a podcast with Stuart yelling is he still starting that podcast he was talking about i have no idea but he should because i recorded some of the theme song for it um, oh my gosh i forgot Stuart's about podcast. That. yeah we were yeah. the drums um, okay, so then he says something else. I've been listening to the podcast at 1.5 speed and 2 times speed to get through my backlog of podcasts faster. I know I'm used to hearing the theme music at the at these speeds, and I actually like it at the different speeds because it feels like the last lap on Mario Kart, <laughs> which is great. Which <laughs> is so- <laughs> something that I um, I'm really into is listening to podcasts at fast speeds. But Kaylee, yeah, hates I can't it. handle that. I can't handle it. Like I understand why people do it for sure. Um I can't do it though. Yeah. I don't know. It takes me out of it, I think. Totally. I feel that. So he says this. <clears throat> so okay, so finally a question that you can discuss on the podcast. On another game podcast I listen to, IGN Game Scoop, the host has types of games that he really likes and refers to them as I think it's a damey. Uh, Damon. So yeah, Damie games, uh, which are usually Metroid-like jump-and-shoot 2D games. How would you describe a game that is a Kaylee game or a Jimmy game? For me, a Santiago game is an indie story-driven three to six hour long game with a great soundtrack and a unique 
unique art style. I'm loving the podcast, guys. Keep it up. Santiago. Oh, thanks, He Santiago. says, P.S. Jimmy, get closer to the mic. Kaylee sounds great, though. So, oh, my God. Thank you. I bumped the gain up a little and bit. And I'm the one that's not even uh, techie, so thanks. Fair enough. Um, okay. okay. So, like what what describes, how would you describe, like, a, like a Kaylee, what does it say? Yeah, a Kaylee game. A Kaylee game, 100% has animals in it. 100%. Just across the board. It's 3D. Yeah, because you don't like 2D. I don't like 2D games. So Which it's 3D. You're gonna get, we're going to break you that at some point. 3D and has animals. And um, this is what I found my spectrum to be. Okay. Which I don't even know if, if it would be like a spectrum, but like we're just going to call it that. Okay. So Kaylee games are either like... Running through a desert and shooting everything and everyone in sight with Does no mercy. Does it have to be a desert? I've come to to like that, yes. Okay. Or like something desolate, I guess. Okay, yeah. Running through desolate landscape and yeah. shooting everything and everyone around me. Yeah. With no mercy. Or okay. freaking planting flowers, <laughs> jumping around, running around, fishing Okay. Talking to people. Just being cute. So either violent or cute. Either violent or cute. That's like, for some reason, how my brain computes video games. So how would you... But that's nice because when I'm like uh, in a chill mood, it's really fun for me to be like, okay, I'm going to play Animal Crossing or I'm going to play Mario Odyssey or I'm going to play... Kirby Star Allies or something that fits that yeah. um, description. If I'm in a mood where I'm like, I need to wreck something right now, then you know, we play Borderlands, I feel like I'd be more prone to play like Fallout. Yeah. Or um Call of Duty. I've just gone on there and done solo stuff before. Uh zombies. You're a big fan of first person thing. shooters. Yeah. So how would if you I con- just if I'm in that mood where I How just would you did, condense it though to like like Santiago said, right? Like he likes indie story-driven, three to six-hour-long game with a great soundtrack and unique art style. So, I guess you would have. Two. It's more common for me to to want the like three D. You're in a in in like immersed into a world that you get to explore. So three D, like platform, um, animals, cute music. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. but I like, understand. No, I get it. That sounds great. And then the moments that I'm feeling more angsty, I just need to go shoot things. Okay. But I feel like, yeah, a Kaylee game is one that you can just kind of be cute and run around. I like it. So for me, I would describe my games as uh, expansive exploration like exploration driven story action adventure games oh yeah that's definitely a jimmy game so like i like rpgs a lot but i don't know if rpg is like the genre i think it's games with rpg elements that's more of my speed but i do love rpgs yeah but yeah that's definitely like the exploration and immersion and story are the big parts for me. Yeah. Um, 
which has <laughs> we've definitely uh recognize that as of late when we've been playing borderlands together mm-hmm. we've started playing borderlands 2 together again like we've gotten back into it big time and um jimmy will be like okay well something will happen i'll be like okay great now all we have to do is go here and like do this and do that and i'm like wait what did they say i was looking at this <laughs> yeah. so um you definitely tune into the story like you have i love it i love the lore laser vision to the story I'm like, oh my gosh, look, my character is lighting up right now. And I'm like looking at that or like, look, I'm spinning around in circles or like yeah, that kind of thing. Or like, look at that guy walking over there. I wonder what his gimmick is. Um, yeah. So, yes, that's been uh, evident lately while we've been playing Borderlands because I accidentally blew up a racetrack that I wasn't supposed to blow up because we were supposed to wait for cars to go over it. But I didn't know that because I wasn't listening to the story. I was literally it wasn't looking even at the, my character. It wasn't even you weren't listening to the story. You just weren't listening to any of the dialogue that was happening. Yeah, like, I was just watching all. my character and do something. Is, and you were just like, oh, it says I can press X now. And then you press it and everything exploded. I was like. <laughs> you were like, well, crap. Now we I was like, he literally we said not to do, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. So, um, yeah, cool. Well, thanks, Santiago. Thanks, Santiago. I hope and thanks you, again for our awesome theme song. I hope you and your wife are doing well. Uh, in these trying times. So our next... And yes, thank you for the uh, theme song. That sounds... If you listen to it fast, sounds like it's uh, the last level on Mario Kart. Yes. Okay, the next email is from Tad Austin. Yeah. Our friend Tad. A little help from my friends. Greetings and salutate... Well, I'm sorry, no. He says, eatings and salivations to you. <laughs> Glad you guys got back on the old Chocobo and started recording again. Chocobo. Which Chocobos are the best. Also glad to hear you're enjoying the hockey. Without the fans, it is almost like a real-life simulation. The future of sports? When will video games and sports cross-pollinate? Have they already? Yes. Esports are a thing. Yes. I don't know if that's what you mean, Tad, but literally, esports are a thing. UCO has an esports team. Oh, okay. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. Wait, for real? Yeah, they just built a new building. Like Can you e- explain that more? So I didn't know this at all. Okay, so basically the college I work at started where you can major in esports, I guess. You can wait. I think. I think. Okay. I'm not sure on that. Maybe you have to major in something else, but like esports is like another sport where you like, you know, can play. But yeah, so they have like a, I think it's League of Legends. They have a team. Oh my God. Wait, when did this start? A couple years ago. I had no clue. Yeah. I want to look into this. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Yeah, it's pretty cool. So yes, I would say they already cross pollinate. Um, to update you on my video gaming, my wife and I still haven't made any progress in Baldur's Gate Two. That's fine, I get it. However, my three-year-old daughter, mostly watching and intentionally dying on the ghosts because she thinks it's hilarious, and I, this is the first time in my life I've been past the vanilla dome, are trudging through Super Mario World. Oh, that's fun. Which this leads me to two questions. What other games do you think a three year old would enjoy? Don't say Lion King. While she's a big fan of the franchise, I still get unpleasant flashbacks of the Sega game every time I hear I just can't wait to be king. And also, can you give me a super vague hint on how to get out of the forest of illusion? Do you know how to do that? Uh no. I'm oh, so sorry, no. Tad. <laughs> We've let Tad down. 
So Super Mario World was actually one of the first games I ever played. I never made it to... I never made it past the Forest of Illusion, except for maybe once. Uh-huh. And I do not remember anything about it. Oh, no. I think... Here's the only hint, and this could be leading you wrong, Tad. So this... Good luck. I think it has something to do with how many times you go in each direction. That's very vague. And confusing. I think that's has something to do with that. And would frustrate me. Yes. So. Okay, but what other games do you think a three-year-old would enjoy? Mm. Do you have any ideas? I feel like, um, oh gosh, Super Mario 64. I feel like that's pretty intense, but yeah. Really? Because I played that when I was really young. Yeah. And I had a blast. I probably didn't do anything right. I mean, but I had a blast. What about Mario Kart? Oh, of course. So Mario yeah. Kart's Mario a Kart, good one. Kirby Air Ride for sure. Kirby Air Ride. This, the um, crash racing games. Crash Team fun. Racing. Yes. Okay. But like, as far as like just kind of getting some freedom to run around, I feel like. I feel like Mario sixty four might be okay. Yeah, because yeah. like that that Im- made a big impact on me whenever I was yeah. young, just being in that world and. Being able to run around like that. And then maybe Animal Crossing. I was, okay. I wasn't sure though because, like. Because you're such a mark? No. Oh. Because, well, I mean, I am. But, um, I don't know. I feel like there's a point that you will get, if you don't know what you're doing in that game, yeah. you're just going to get, you're not going to go anywhere. Um, you're just going to basically be able to walk around yeah. and that's it. Totally. Kind of thing. Which might be fun. But that could be very fun. And you'd get to talk to little animals, so Yeah. But he says rats off he says rats off to you, Tad Austin. Feel free to edit this for length. We did not edit it, Tad. There were some games that I played with my brother when we were young, uh, that uh, I'll talk to him and okay. figure out what those are and then maybe on the next episode we can like we'll come get back, back to we'll this get back to because it. he has a better memory than I do. Um, obviously, once again, all I remember is like the visual element of it because that's my thing. Yeah, for so sure. So I don't remember like what the games were called, but I know he will. Yes. The SpongeBob games are fun as well. Ooh, yeah, the SpongeBob games are fun, and they just put out the remaster of one, so that might be fun. Yeah. So very cool. Well, thank you, Tad. Thank you, Santiago. Yes, thanks, guys. And speaking of. Animal Crossing. Do you want to give an update on your Animal Crossing Island? Okay, yes, I do. Um, In our Animal Crossing minute. So, I'm not going to lie. I am I'm. I feel myself getting... Hey, Benny? No. Benny. Benny. Absolutely not. Come here. Oh, how I'll, about you I'll, talk I'll for vamp. a sec? So, basically, I'll go ahead and say that... Um, this is something I'm going to talk about later, but I'll talk about it now. I, was, I, pl- I tried to play uh, Injustice... Gods Among Us, which is the DC superhero fighting game, and um, just really brought home to me that, oh yeah, um, I don't really like fighting games all that much. They're not really my thing, and I don't find them fun, and in fact, it was really, really confusing. So, that's like, it was, the graphics were really pretty, but it wasn't my thing. Yeah. But Nope. Nope. Benny? Anyways, so, Animal Crossing. So, Animal Crossing. I feel myself getting to the point again 
where I'm starting to be like, okay, what what's my purpose here? Yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna let that bring me down. Well, I, I would hope not. So I think I'm to the point where I need to just start pacing myself. Um, not not playing as much. Right, because I have relocated everything that I want to relocate. Yeah. Down to even my campsite. So everything is where I want it to be on my island. As far as buildings go. Now, I know that I still want to terraform um, quite a bit. Yeah. I just haven't figured out in my head how that's going to play out. What? I've heard there's an app you can get to help you see what it would be like if you were to do certain things on your island. Okay. I don't know if that is just referring to buildings and layout and, and if that doesn't include terraforming. But um, I don't know if I want to go to that level of planning. Okay. I, I want it to be pretty organic and just like, this is what Kaylee wants to do, so she's going to do it kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I feel that. Um, Some people do really well looking up inspiration, and that really inspires them and motivates them. For me, that, that just tanks my motivation. That terrifies you. That terrifies me. So yeah. I stay away from that. Um, so, yeah. Because of that, because I'm not like trying to seek things out to like be like, I wonder, I wonder what I could, I wonder what other people have done with this or blah, blah, blah. I, I just find myself kind of stuck right now. Um, that's okay. And that's okay. So that's given me a lot of time to focus on, um, becoming really good friends with my islanders. Yes. So Truffles moved out. I don't know if we've talked since that happened on the podcast. I don't know if we have. But, um, so, okay. So one thing I did do was like, I got Nook, Nookpedia or whatever they call it. It's the Animal Crossing wiki. Yeah. And I have been doing research on the different islanders. Is there like an app? Or you just been going on the website? I'm just going on the website. Okay. I'm just on my laptop. Um, so like, obviously, well, not obviously. So people who really love Animal Crossing, this is obvious to them. Yeah villagers have different personality types and that those personality types drive dialogue and interactions with your villagers yes so i wasn't super aware of that i mean like i knew that there were villagers that loved fitness and like like jocks yeah and then i knew there were some that were like cranky because like i had apollo on my yeah gamecube island and he was a jerk (laughs) he's mad um so, I, I mean, like, I was aware of stuff like that, but I didn't know that, like, it was kind of down to a, I guess you could say a science. Yes. Like, that, like, there people are, know these there things. are snooties, there are peppies, there are sisterlies, there are jocks, there are uchis, yeah. there are um, smugs. And so I've been doing a lot of research on that. Found Kay. out I have a whole heck of a lot of snooties on my island. And you're like, get these. And I'm like, y'all, okay, like one snooty, two snooties, that's cool. But like five, no, we need something different. So, um, so you're working on it. I, I, if a, if a certain snoot, so like, okay, on my island, Zucker and Bertha never leaving me. Like it's never going to happen. If they tried to leave, I would literally lock them in their home. So they couldn't, um, Zucker and Bertha will not leave my island. And I'm trying to think if there's... Oh, and Sid. Sid, he's like my... He's my emo elephant. We've talked about this. He's my... 
He's my emo boy. I gotta keep Sid forever. Yeah. Um. I like Sid. Basically, everybody else, I'm indifferent. And if they started coming to me and being like, hey, I'm thinking about leaving, I would more than likely allow that to happen. Okay. Because I really need some new... I need some variety on that island. You I need, need some, some new, new islanders. Yeah. I'm, or and like I love Frida. I'll I'll more than likely keep Frida. For sure. Um, because I Frida and Sid, I they were talking to each other the other day, Uh-oh. and I walked up to them, and I was like, "Yo, what's going? Like, what are y'all talking about?" And they were like calling each other names, and like they're like, "I was like, mean? oh no, I'm gonna have to go to Isabel. I'm gonna have to report this." Like they were they were like going at it, and so then I like got to the point where I could step in, and they were like. Oh, hey, Olive, because that's my character's name. And they were like, uh, this is what Sid and I do for fun. We just call each other names. And Isn't it like, so fun? Uh, and then they both started like laughing and like they were doing the joyful reaction thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, y'all scared me. Like, I can't have that drama on my island. Like, yeah. Beanville does not need that energy. Beanville does not. So, um, thankfully, that was just their their little, intera- their, you know, unique little friendship interaction that like they it. have. Um Everybody else, it's just kind of like, God, the snooties are too much. They're like, look at my clothes. Look at my house. Look at my face. Like, and I'm, you're like, Please I'm stop tired of it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. When I go to talk to Zucker, he's like, look at this snack. I'm like, that's what up, That's what is up, Zucker. So you say Zucker and Bertha are forever keeps. And Sid. Zucker, Bertha, and Sid. Yes, they're but forever. everyone else is up for grabs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I I I like to see how this goes. Yeah, so I'm excited though because I've gotten my campsite up into like this really foresty area, like yeah. this one area where I decided to leave a whole bunch of trees, and they're like cedar trees, so it's really like campy. Yeah. Um, and outdoorsy, and so I have like the campsite set up with like you know the chair and campfire and lantern and like the bench and the and the table the picnic table with um the radio and that kind of so it's it looks like a campground up there and it's like it's like secluded and peaceful so if if villagers did want to come visit it would be really peaceful for them that's and i really like that it's off a secret path too so it makes it a little bit more fun i like that yeah very cool and then um I've added, like, I added a little, like, theme park boardwalk. It's really tiny. Yeah. But there's, like, a teacup ride, pinball machine, candy machine, um, a little, like, rocket ship thing. You know, like, when you went to the mall and you could just, like, sit in a rocket ship? And it would, like, rock back and forth. Right. Like, yeah. that dumb thing. Like, I guess For sure. it's one of those. Um, so, yeah, that's, like, probably my biggest, like, um, so far. My biggest, like, um, what would you call it? Spectacle. Nice. On the island. I still have a lot of work to do. Yeah. But pace yourself. And I'm pacing myself. Enjoy other games. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I'm going to talk just a little bit about a couple games that I've been playing. Um, I, as I mentioned, beat Arkham Asylum. Yes, And so I started Arkham City. I'm not very far into it, but I did start it. And uh, that's been going very well. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I actually am thinking, I remember a long time ago, Luke asked us a question about, you know, he's like, I play one game at a time and I'm like, oh, that's what I do too. But I've come to realize I don't really do that. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm coming to terms with that still in my head a little bit, which is silly, but I am. And um, uh, so I'm thinking here, and then that, like this week, I'm really wanting to put some time in either Arkham City or Uncharted 2 and really start working through those. Cool. Um, but yeah, Arkham City seems really cool so far. I really don't have much to report. Um, the other one is a game I beat about a month ago, but it was a really fast game. It's called Little Inferno. Okay. So Little Inferno is a puzzle game that um, is made by the Tomorrow Corporation, is the name of the developer. And basically what it is, is you are just a child who lives in this post-nuclear world. And you sit in front of your little fireplace and you buy things from a catalog and burn them to stay warm. And there are all these different combos. So, like, uh, there'll be, like, a combo called, like, for instance, like, Out at Sea. And one of the things you can buy is a wooden sailboat. And the other thing you can buy is, like, a toy pirate. So, you put them in the fireplace together. And then you burn them together. And you can control on the switch with your finger. Like, you control where the fire is. And, it like, it has really cool fire physics. Uh-huh. And then you make combos like that, and then you can pr- progress to bigger and better catalogs that have more interesting things. Okay. So I beat that recently, um, and it's it's a, I've played it and beat it before. It's a really cool game. I think I remember you playing it the first time and, and thinking how cool it was. Yeah. So there's really not a whole lot to report on that other yeah. than I played it. And it's it really fun. cool. If anyone's interested in like kind of interesting puzzle games. Um, with like cool like game mechanics, check out Little Inferno. It's you can get it for really cheap on a lot of things. So. Nice. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is we have not watched all of it, but we have watched the first two episodes of High Score on Netflix. Oh yeah, that's so cool. So it is High Score. For anyone who doesn't know, it is a like video game history documentary series. Um, on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. And it's super, super cool. I want to watch more of it. It's really neat. Um, but they, I mean, they start with, like, you know, the very beginning. They talk to the guy who made, like, Space Invaders. And, uh, you know, talk to the guy who created the Famicom and that kind of thing um, in Japan. And so, it's it's been really good so far. Um, it's so cool. Like, I really love that Netflix put that out. And I think we were kind of talking about this when we it, took a trip to the mall. Yeah. A couple weekends ago, because I, your girl needed some lotion, and I had a gift card because we're on a budget, yeah. so we had to go to the mall to get some lotion with that it. gift card. Um, but we were talking about because we came across a really cool store. Yeah. Uh, called Box Lunch. I think we talked about it on the last episode. It was called Bo- Box Lunch. I don't know if we did, but if we didn't, it's an amazing store. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. Um, but we started talking about how like that kind of thing. You see that more often now. Yeah. Um. Because back you were sharing, if I may, back in the days when you were growing up, you didn't want other people to know that you played video games. No, or, it was like a really nerdy thing. You yeah. Know? Like when I was a when I was a kid, when I was a little kid, it was, you know, I played games with my friends. But like when I got to middle school, high school, that kind of thing, it definitely wasn't, you know super awesome to play games right um and it was way more 
Unless it was like Call of Duty, Madden, yeah. that type of thing. 2K. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think it's cool that now um, those kind of things are being more embraced. So like yeah. put it, Netflix putting something like High Score out, it's like, all right, everyone, the narrative that we've heard growing up at yeah. least i think people our age and totally a little older have heard like the narrative was you only play video games like if you live in your mom's basement and you're all alone and, and yeah. you're weird and you don't have any social skills or you're not you're now an adult so it's time to stop buying and playing video games right and you gotta, like, yeah you know um a lot of like i guess shaming totally vid- people who play video games and for netflix to be like yo this is like Here's, here's the, the history. Yeah, yep. here's a history of of video games. And it's cool. It's really cool. And turns out video games are huge. Like as much as people want to be like no that's for weird people or whatever. It's a huge part of culture or like yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a huge part of culture all across the world. Yes. So, I think it's really cool. I think it's amazing and I really I'm really like it's bittersweet and like a lot of people talk about this but i guess just like the sort of proliferation of of geek and nerd culture yeah in mainstream you get things like um you know box lunch which is like this sort of really cool nerdy store that talks or that has a lot of really cool things in it um that we can kind of benefit from right and um you also have uh you know like video games are bigger than ever and people all over uh play them and play the different kinds of video games and it's not just you know like in high school it's not people just just don't play madden or just don't play call of duty some people definitely do um but there are some people you know there are people who are like normal everyday people who play nerdy video games yeah um and it's great. And but on the other side of that, it's also a double-edged sword where you have, because of the proliferation of nerd culture, you have more and more people who... Can you get that from him? Sorry, Bane's trying to eat something off the ground that he doesn't need. Um, you have more and more people who... Um, who sort of don't understand the like sort of overarching culture entering the culture and of like nerddom, geekdom, whatever. Yeah. And and that's awesome. That's really really cool. But you it creates a backlash from quote unquote true gamers or yeah. quote unquote whatever. And it's like, well, you know, you're a girl, Kaylee, so you you're you, know, you you're not a true gamer or whatever. Right. And those type of like toxic like backlashes towards mm-hmm. things being more widely accepted. Um which that's a real shame. Yeah, sure, sure. Um I'm just all about like I just want people to love what they love and do what they love and like yeah. embrace what you love. If all you want to do is play Call of Duty, then do then it. Then play Call of Duty. Yeah, if that's you awesome. want to I don't know, like I don't know. Do whatever you want to do. If you want to play every Mario game that's ever been made, start to finish go do it and have a blast like and embrace exactly. it i there's there's no right way to do it 
Exactly. When it comes to video games or anything that people love, movies, TV shows, yeah, anything like that, just do what you love and embrace it, and yeah. don't let people make you feel bad about it. Absolutely not. Um, which I think I'm sure there were tons of people who didn't understand why we. No, I know there are tons of people who don't who still don't understand why we chose to go to Tokyo for our honeymoon. Yeah. Like but why, then there's tons of people who go, oh my gosh, that's they the coolest get thing ever. They get it 100. Yeah. percent It's like why why didn't you go to a beach and just like be at the beach? Like, well, because well, we didn't want that to. That sounds boring as crap. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do that later. Like, yeah. I'm going to Tokyo. I think that does bring us, however, to our final topic for the day. Unless you have anything else, but my final thing to bring up, which is, we have played a lot of Borderlands too. Yeah, we have. Oh boy. So, Borderlands 2 is a long game. Yes, it is. We just got to a point where we unlocked so many side quests that we've been doing them for two days now. Right. And no end in sight. Right. And we've talked about, like, we feel as so, like, I, I don't really pay attention to the story. Yes. But even I can pick up on the fact that, like, what you said the other day, the side quest is where the personality of the game comes out, where the yes. tone of the game is really found. It's where they, like, they we just did a, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so a lot of the personality and like goofiness is found in those side quests. Like we just did a whole quest line um, that is a feud between the the Hodunks uh, and the Zaffords. Which who, do you understand what that's a reference to in real life? Uh, I'm trying to think. Can you give me a hint? You wear it on your head. Huh? You wear it on your head. I wear it on my head. Yeah, what do you wear on your head? Hair. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Wow. It is a real life, it is a callback to the real life feud between the Hatfields and McCoys. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would never have guessed yeah, that. Yeah, I figured. Um, that's totally fine. Hair. Hair. What do you wear on your head? A hat? No, hair. <laughs> um, oh, boy. So, yeah, so like, there's stuff like that. Like, there's one uh, thing where we fought. Um, a bunch of little rats that had pizza down there. It was, it was, well, uh, it was the TMNT. Yeah, and, and the names were just slightly off yeah. of what the... Or last night, I don't know, you were pretty much done by the time we got to this point, so I don't know if you realized, but we fought Snow White and Seven, Seven Dwarves. Yes, I do yeah. I remember that. So, like, uh, what was it? Something, like, it was some name. Her last name was White or something. And, uh, and she had seven... Like, minions. Minions who were... Benny's Sorry, so Benny's being right a freaking butthole. What is new? As soon as we start podcasting, he's like in his here, worst out. side comes out. Good grief! Okay, so we're still plugged in over here. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Okay, so basically, um, there's all kinds of fun little things like that that you won't find unless you do all the side quests. So we've been going through all the side quests, but the main story has been really intriguing. And uh, spoilers for Borderlands Two. But Sanctuary, the town of Sanctuary, is now floating in the, in the sky. Air. It has ascended. Which, that was one of the funnest things. And, like, we laughed so hard when it happened. Because Scooter, we... Scooter... So, like, in yeah. real life, Jimmy and I say catch a ride to each other all the time. Which is Scooter's, That's like, catchphrase. because he he's the, the vehicle guy. Yeah. He's like, come on now, he's catch like, a ride. catch a ride. Yeah. And so, like, Sanctuary started going up in the air. He and was so like, we get teleported away. And we're seeing literally this giant city start floating like age of yeah. ultron style like things are shaking sky. and like crumbling and scooter's like this is one of those moments 
catch a ride. And he like screams <laughs> he, like, it. Screams it. And we I were laughed so hard, up. I cried. <laughs> it was amazing. But um, yeah, it was just one of those incredible, uh, cool moments. Um, and this main story has a lot of them. Unfortunately, I have seen some spoilers. I have not. I'm sorry that you have, but okay. I'm really glad that I have it. We'll get there. <laughs> of course, the one who actually pays attention to the story. I saw some spoilers. And I don't give a crap about the story. <laughs> yeah, which is like, I've gone, you know, this game came out like seven years ago. Oh my God. I I gotta go for a second. Okay. Um, I don't know what Benny's doing, but he's being a bad boy. So we're probably gonna wrap this up soon. But yeah, so I saw some spoilers, which is totally fine. Um, and then... uh. So basically tonight, Benny has decided to stick everything that is electronic into his mouth while we are podcasting. Yes. He never chews on anything. He only he only really puts his toys and or shoes in his mouth. Yeah. Like, for some reason, tonight, it's like, oh, that's electronic. Oh, that's a plug. Oh, that's a cord. I'm going to put it in my mouth. Yeah. Which is really fun. <sighs> so. Um, but, but so we've kind of taken a break in the main story right now. And doing all the side quests, which have been a lot of fun. Um, it has been really fun. My, th- I think my favorite one was Claptrap's birthday party. <laughs> oh no! No one came. Like we had to go invite. We had to go invite people. And like, everybody we took was them like, invitations, like, and they no. said no. And then clap. Then you literally have to sit there for, for like, like two, two minutes. It was like the longest two, two minutes ever. Literally two minutes, real time, and like Claptrap's like, "Do you think people are coming to my party?" And you and just... he's like, "I brought you pizza." A- you can have some pizza. That's so sad. It was it was really sad. But then at the end, he was like, "That's the best party I've ever thrown." Yeah, and I was you're like, like, "I love you." You're like, okay, clap drop. Um, but yeah, I think I think we have a lot more Borderlands Two to play. Yeah, we I really, got... I'm really still enjoying it because yes. it's still a good mix of like. Sometimes you can we can just kind of fly through an area. Yeah, and sometimes we're like. Oh, Lord. How are yeah. we going to get through this? That robot fight the other night. Uh-huh. So it's still that good mix of, like, challenging and just... Yeah. You can breeze through some parts and some parts you're like, this is impossible. Yeah. But we make it because we're a good team. We are a good team. Uh, We haven't even got to the DLC yet, and there's a lot of DLC for this game. So we got a lot, we got a lot of work to do. Yeah. We're probably going to go do that right after we get off. Yes. Our goal is to finish it by October. Yeah. So we can play some spooky games. Because, yeah, um, we want to play... Dead Island. Dead Island. Uh, I want Resident Kay- Evil. I want Kaylee to play Resident Evil 4, even though I don't know if she'll like it. It might Why? be. It might be too hard. Oh. I mean, I'm just saying, like, because of, like, Zelda... Us playing like Ocarina of Time. I'm like, if you're having trouble with that, maybe Resident Evil 4 might. Okay, we won't know until we get started, though. So difficult. let's not write it off. Yeah, for sure. We'll see. Um, also, I mean, you can't move and shoot at the same time. So is that a deal breaker for you? Um, I mean, that sounds really intense, but I'm up for trying. Okay. Um, Back to Tad's email. I just All thought of a couple more things. Okay. The Mario sports games are so fun. Yes. And so, like, Mario Baseball, Mario Golf. Um, yeah. Even, the, I think, Mario Tennis. Yeah. I think that'd be fun for uh, kiddos to play, for sure. 
we played a lot of those um, whenever I was younger too, and I just thought of that. So cool. That um, being said about Zelda, we are still recording that. Yeah, we are. Are you just done? No, I'm, okay. I'm not done. I'm just like, it takes a lot of mental energy for some reason for me to play that game. It's like too dark. Um, I'm like trying to figure out what's going on. I'm trying to figure out what's around me. And I don't know. There's just a lot to think about, a lot to take in. I feel slightly intimidated because Zelda is huge. And here yeah. I am. I've never played it before. Oh, and that's I'm struggling. Just... I'm on the struggle bus a little bit. That's okay. So though. just all of that put together There's no, but and like trying to figure out how to navigate through that game. Yes. When even when it comes down to just like how to control it. Yeah, it's a weird controller, the N sixty four. It's um it's a bit overwhelming, but I it's not something that I've decided I'm just like done with. Okay. So Well, I know that you did fantastic I didn't die in that boss that fight. First uh, boss fight. So but that'll that's on the that should be on the YouTube channel at some point. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely we're working still, on that. We'll keep it up. Yeah, getting there. That's a little bit down the line. But, um, yeah. Well, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't know, like, where I would go with this, but okay. today I watched someone on Twitch stream a game called House Flipper. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, I need to play that. Because all you do is, like... Flip houses. Flip houses. You, like, get to paint it and put down tile. And, like, so it's, like, these people who are, like, okay, we just moved to this beachside house. This is our budget. This is what we want. And you literally have to go in. And, like, the first thing you have to do is, like, clean. Like, you have to, like, scrub the floors. And, like, and like throw away old furniture. And then you have to, like, go into your inventory to see, like, what you can buy with on your budget. And you have to match the style that karen wants to go with oh karen you know um and make it work in their budget so you get to do everything like i said when it like start from literally cleaning yeah to like painting walls putting down tile you know um backslash Is it like, does it like, look like the sims kind of or yeah kind of i mean i haven't i don't have a lot of experience with the sims but it looks like what i've seen of the sims okay. Um, and then to everything, like, well, you get even it. furniture, like, designing it with yeah. furniture and stuff like that. So, well, I, you, you girls it. gotta try that. I and if so. anyone has played that, please let me know how you feel about it. Yes. But, uh, well, if that's it, then we'll say... We gotta go take care of our psycho dog. Yeah. We'll say that, um... Oh, gosh. He's trying to lay down on this box ring right now. <laughs> He's, He's just, like, tripping on it. <laughs> um... We'll say that you can email us, datebitpodcast at gmail.com, D, the number 8bitpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. At datebitpodcast. Yep. Same thing, D, the number 8bitpodcast. Yep. And um, with that, Kaylee, I think we should go play some Borderlands. Yeah, we'll see y'all the week after next, because yeah. we're going to try to do we're every other week. we do the every other week thing, so this is, this is it. So. All, All right, right y'all. Bye. Bye.